hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We open the program today with a little 8-inch Edison Bell radio record made in London in January of 1931. This is Sid Phillips and his Melodians with vocalist Sam Brown. It's Edison Bell Radio record number 1464. The tune is by Harry Warren, Ira Gershwin, and Billy Rose, and it sums up exactly what we try to give you on each Shellac Stack program. It's called Cheerful Little Earful. Phillips and his Melodians opening this edition of the Shellac Stack with a record made in London in January of 1931. Sam Brown, the vocalist on Cheerful Little Earful. And I have to point out how much I like the work of the percussionist on that record, who doesn't play too much on the drums, instead opting for just rhythmic accents on the cymbals here and there. 
allowing the melody instruments to carry a lot of the rhythm and propulsiveness of the music, and I find that a very appealing way of doing things. Maybe it's part of what attracts me so much to those dance bands of the 1920s and early 30s, uh, which really relied on the melody instruments to carry most of the rhythm, and often the percussion is just there to provide some accents. Which is not to say I don't appreciate fine drumming when I hear it, but there's something about the openness of the sound that this creates that I especially like. Well, my name is Brian Wright, and this is the Shellac Stack, a little program on which I bring you 78 RPM records of the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, and perhaps sometimes a bit too much of my own uh, <laughs> commentary on the things that I like and don't like about this music. Uh, if you disagree, you're always welcome to write to me at shellacstack at gmail.com and let me know what you think about some of these records. I did get a nice note this week from our friend Ken over in the Greater London area, over in the UK, and Ken brought up the name of the Arden and Omen Orchestra and asked if I might play something by them. He writes, I have long been an admirer of theirs, and their clever orchestrations are immediately recognizable. And, uh, of course, Ken is right. The Arden and Omen Orchestra had a very distinctive sound, thanks in part to the twin piano playing of Victor Arden and Phil Omen, but also the arrangements just tend to be so big and grandiose and uh, just have a special magic something in their uh, special sauce, <laughs> I guess we could say, arranging special sauce. We're going to hear two records, actually, by the Arden and Omen Orchestra. First, build on Brunswick 3377 as Phil Omen and Victor Arden with their orchestra. This is from November of 1926. It's another Gershwin tune, Do, 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 introducing someone to watch over me. And then, when Arden and Omen took their orchestra to the Victor label in about 1927, the names were reversed, and all the Victor records, like this one, build the orchestra as Victor Arden, Phil Omen, and their orchestra. Not sure why they made the switch. In any case, it's going to be yet another Gershwin tune, because really, at that time, there were almost no dance bands doing the Gershwin music quite like Arden and Omen. In this case, we'll hear Feeling I'm Falling, which is not to be confused with the song I've Got a Feeling I'm Falling. This is a totally different one by George and Ira Gershwin. It's Victor 21795 from November of 1928. Louis James will be the vocalist. But starting the set, Phil Omen and Victor Arden with their orchestra and Do, Do, Do. <laughs> Thank you. 
but it's so utterly impossible to utter. I'm feeling, I'm falling, when shall I see some feeling you're falling for me? From the musical production Treasure Girl comes the song Feeling I'm Falling, written by the Gershwin Brothers, and in this case, I can tell you it was arranged by Frank Black, because it says so right there on the label. It's not often that arrangers of the day got credit on the label, but like I said, those Arden and Omen Orchestra records had something a little special going on in the arranging department, and I guess they felt it necessary to give that credit to the arranger. Before that, from 1926... We heard Do, 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 introducing Someone to Watch Over Me. Both of those selections by Victor Arden, Phil Oman, and their orchestra at the request of our friend Ken over in London. And Ken, you can request Arden and Omen anytime. (laughs) They're always welcome here on the Shellac Stack. And uh, the rest of you, feel free to send your requests to the Shellac Stack anytime as well. Shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. It doesn't even have to be for the Arden and Nomen Orchestra. It can be for anything you like, a particular song, particular performer, maybe something from a particular year or a specific style that you especially enjoy. Use your imagination, be creative, and send those requests to shellacstack at gmail.com, and I'll see if I can play something for you. Okay, in the next set, we're going to head to the 1940s and open with a thing by Art Castle and his Castles in the Air Orchestra. Gloria Hart is the vocalist on this one from March of 1944. It's called Forget-Me-Nots in Your Eyes. It was on the hit label, number 7091. And then we'll turn to Jimmy Livingston and his orchestra, a varsity record from 1949. This is the second varsity label. It used the same logo as the varsity label of the late 30s, but I don't think there was a whole lot in common. This one's billed to the Wright Record Corporation, W-R-I-G-H-T, like yours truly, but I had nothing to do with it. In any case, Jimmy Livingston's band plays I Can Dream, Can't I? Skeets Morris will be the vocalist. And then we'll wrap up the set with Vincent Lopez and his orchestra, and a tune that he used for many years as his signature number, it's Felix Arndt's NOLA, 
recorded here in about 1946 and issued on the International label, which doesn't seem to have survived very long. This is the only example of a record on the International label that I have, and it doesn't even have a catalog number, so I don't think they anticipated too many releases. Let's go ahead and start with Art Castle and Forget-Me-Nots in Your Eyes. Just like wine, 
and I am drunk with mine. I'm aware my heart is a sad affair. There's much disillusion there, but I can dream, can't I? Can't I adore you? I can't make you open your heart, but I can dream, can't I? Pretend that I'm locked in the bend of your embrace For dreams are just like wine And I am drunk with mine I'm aware my heart is a sad affair There's much disillusion there but I can dream, can't I, can't I adore you, although we are oceans apart, I can't make you open your heart, but I can dream, can't I.
Vincent Lopez sure got a lot of mileage out of that tune over the course of his career, but he did it so well, I guess he was entitled to it. That was Nola, played by Vincent Lopez's orchestra in about 1946. We're going to head back to 1924 now in a record by Ray Miller and his orchestra. This is a tune that enjoyed quite a bit of popularity in the summer of 1924. It was recorded, among others, by Hal Kemp and his orchestra in one of his very first recordings made over in London. In this case, it's Ray Miller and his orchestra that will play it. This was made in New York City on July 22, 1924. The tune is called Charleston Cabin, and this is Brunswick 2666. After that, Ben Selvin's orchestra, billed on the label of Columbia 482-D as the Knickerbockers, from October of 1925, a pretty sprightly rendition of You Told Me to Go. And then, because you told me to go, <laughs> we'll follow that with Jacques Renard and his orchestra. You Went Away Too Far and Stayed Away Too Long is the name of the tune by Alfred Bryan and James V. Monaco. Johnny Marvin will be the vocalist on the record made Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1927. It's Victor 20487. But starting the set, Ray Miller's orchestra... Charleston Cabin.
too far You stayed away too long You thought you were right But now you know you were wrong You should have known the danger When you left me behind Cause I'm a kind that must have love all the time You left me all alone The fault is all your own I'm not to blame if someone came to cheer me along Met somebody who resembled you Kissed me once and what was I to do You went away too far And you stayed away too long Jacques Renard and his orchestra, in February of 1927, You Went Away Too Far and Stayed Away Too Long. That was Johnny Marvin contributing the vocal and also accompanying himself on the ukulele. Well, I had another very nice note this week from Kevin Stapleton in Australia, who mentioned how much he likes some of these 78 RPM records, and he singled out some of the early acoustic-era vocalists like Ada Jones and Billy Murray, and so I thought we'd hear a couple from that era now, although maybe not exactly the ones that Kevin listed. I hope that's okay. But I thought we'd hear from Elsie Baker first, a very prolific recording artist on the Victor label in the early 19-teens. Here she is in September of 1912 with a German song called The Lorelei. It's based on a text written in 1824 by Heinrich Heine, with music added in 1837 by Friedrich Silcher. And it refers to the Lorelei, a big rock outcropping along the Rhine River there in Germany. And the name Lorelei comes from words meaning murmuring rock, because there used to be a waterfall near this rock outcropping and the sound of the waterfall mixed with some of the water swirling around in the river would echo off this rock and create this constant murmuring sound. And through the years, this rock has been associated with many maritime disasters, shipwrecks and things around it, leading people to tell stories that it was inhabited by trolls or siren-like creatures. And that's the case in this song, we hear about the Lorelei, in this case referring to a woman who sits atop this rock outcropping, combing her hair and singing and distracting the sailors on their ships below, causing them to wreck. So that's what this song is about. We'll follow it with Henry Burr in 1921, uh, a real favorite, incidentally, of the late Bob Erdos, 
who ran the Stomp Off label. Uh, I don't know why I mentioned that, except one time I was talking to him and he happened to mention how much he liked Henry Burr. And for a label that devotes itself to traditional jazz, that took me a bit by surprise. In any case, we'll hear Henry Burr in 1921 with a song called You Made Me Forget How to Cry, Victor 18782. But first up, Elsie Baker and the Lorelei. I try 
got a couple of banjo records for you. First, on the rare autograph label, this is an electrically recorded record made in Chicago in February of 1925. Yes, Orlando Marsh, who ran the autograph label, was experimenting with electrical recording several years before the major labels Victor and Columbia came on board with it. It's a rather constricted sounding electric recording, but electric just the same. William Hayde plays Shim Misha Wobble and I'll See You in My Dreams. After that, from a rather worn-out banner record of 1929, we'll hear Eddie Peabody and the famous tune of 1929, Piccolo Pete. Starting off, though, William Hayde. Thank you. 
final set today begins with Milt Hirth at the organ in 1953, wonderful Nacio Herb Brown composition, Doll Dance. Then we'll hear pianist Jan August, so popular in the early 1950s, give us Martha from 1953 and wrapping the set, a little jazz from Ray Baduke and his Bobcats. In December of 1947, a record made out in Los Angeles, down in Honky Tonk Town. Here's Milt Hirth. <laughs> Thank you. 
Down in Honky Tonk Town from 1947, featuring among others Ray Baduke, Maddie Matlock, Brad Gowans, Eddie Miller, Stan Reitzman, Nappy Lamar, Morty Corb, and all-star group billed as Ray Baduke and his Bobcats. And that's going to wrap up this edition of the Shellac Stack. I thank you very much for your company here today. I hope you enjoyed some of the records, and I hope you'll come back next time and we'll do it again. Until then, this is Brian Wright saying take care and bye-bye. <laughs>